The views on this program do not reflect those of ONTV or its board of directors. Welcome to OAA Now, your home for Oakland Activities Association news and information. Here's your host, Sammy Terminator. Welcome to OAA Now here. I'm Sammy Terminator, blogger around the OAA, um, one of the hosts of Between Terminators and Last Week Brain Cells and Oriented Television. Like to welcome those hearing us on the local voice on SoundCloud and watching us on Oriented Television. Look who's back. <laughs> you know, it's been two months. I'm back. <laughs> yes, you are. You know, I'm, I, we, we've had a lot of stories, you know what I mean, since you've been gone. I mean, like, yeah. um, you know, obviously the, um, you know, we let we had some, a lot of basketball news. Obviously, we had a coaching bas- changes. Coaching changes. We've had a boys basketball team make the final four in Ferndale, yep. lose the Grand Rapids Catholic Central for a second straight year. Yep. Um, and then we've had... Obviously, girls' basketball storylines. We had boys' basketball storylines. We've state had title. State title. We've had things going on at Grand Blank, of course. Um, I wanted to get your thoughts on okay. Um, also, um, also. Well, the, I, well um, I'm glad you're you're towing the line there, Sam. You got these stories coming out. Yeah. And you and I are. It's for, it's, it's been wild here at ONTV. Mm-hmm. Back to normal operations. All this good stuff. Tons of stuff happening. And um, you kept trugging along, and uh, we, we kind of chat a little bit. I try to get a little update of what's happening in, in the OAA sports world. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I am out of it. I, uh, we're in, you know, spring season now, which is, I think, besides fall, is my absolute favorite. Yes. One, you can get outside and get a little vitamin D. Sure. And um, I just like the spring sports season, and... So usually, you've been doing usually, a great job, Usually Sam. spring sports is always, like, probably out of everything we talk about, it's probably the most easiest. Out of, you got football and basketball, obviously, yeah. are, you know, usually are the main Well, there's sports. so many games mm-hmm. uh, with those guys, mm-hmm. right, in the winter that, yeah, you got basketball and some other things, but there's so many games and storylines and so your, much is I gotta happening, get your but thoughts spring, on, you're right. I got to get your thoughts on this. <laughs> You know, you, you probably heard about this. Is they're mo- they're expanding the season um, yes, for basketball? I did. You know, they're going from twenty games to twenty two games. Um, but even though they're you're losing a week of practice, obviously, but now you're adding games. Yeah. So, what is your thoughts on so, that? So, um, when I saw that, I thought of you right away. Of course, I I don't even think we've chatted about it, but I saw this, and uh, the reasoning was to come in line with everybody else across the country, right? The, mm-hmm. I guess most high school athletic associations 20, have 22 games 22, yeah, or 22, whatever. Yeah. What's, what's the big difference? I mean, you have two, two extra games. Why change it? I, 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 there's got to be an underlying thing, but it's like, oh, yeah, we're changing it to be in uniform. It kind of reminds me going back to uh, that whole volleyball situation. Mm-hmm. Remember when they changed – uh, yeah, when this, they changed, they changed seasons. seasons. Yeah. I remember that one. That was that was based on a um, lawsuit. You know yes, what I mean? it was. And as you look, I go, kids who are good at sports will be discovered. Right. Nobody was denied a scholarship because no. oh, volleyball was in the fall. But, yeah, but or you know, I or think, winter I think as reason, opposed to I fall. I think the reason just, why was because um, you know, obviously you got to look at um, okay, you got volleyball being played. You know, volleyball. It's played in the fall. Um, it was in the winter. It was in the winter. I mean, like, and then they switched it. I think it was, I think that was my C, I think it was after my senior year, you know, that 
it changed. Yeah, it, it's been a while, but I, it's it's yeah. one of those things where, like, well, this is how you do it up here. Go, how many kids, raise your hand, didn't get their scholarship because oh, they were all taken because fall was over. Right. I said, kids in the OA or in Michigan, we're getting plenty of scholarships. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't know. I just thought it was kind of odd. And for a media outlet like ourselves, um, we couldn't cover them. No. We used to do every, uh, I think I was, when did they change that? Was I over, I think I was in Waterford was, still. Yeah, you were still in Waterford. So, it was my senior year of high school. I yeah, think so afterwards. I was in Waterford, and it turned into, well, now you're competing with all the fall, fall sports with soccer and football and all these mm-hmm. things. Well, when do you schedule it? How do you get it in? Right. And it just turned, it was almost impossible to get those games in because now you're on top of each mm-hmm. other. You were on a showcase in the state of Michigan mm-hmm. having basketball, volleyball. And volleyball stood out, yep. right? I mean, it had its own own little space to mm-hmm. operate. And then they changed then they it. they changed and, it, I mean, you know what I mean? Okay, fine. It's a couple extra scholarships. I mean, kids will be seen, right? They play enough games in these uh, tournaments mm-hmm. and pickup. Yeah, and you, you, you look know. at AU, obviously. You see, there's video. There's video about them, <laughs> you know what I mean? And Statistics I, are still kept. But, you know, when you look at it from a – Coach's perspective, yes. I know B-Cam was really excited about, you know, the fact that they were going to go more games, you know what I mean? It, okay. it helps, let's say if you're, and you look at, of course, the media perspective, you know what I mean? Like, with the one TV, you know, like, you get the, it, you yeah. add more games, you know well, what I mean? Think we, about it. We get, a, we get two more games. Mm-hmm. I mean, not, not more games, you get two. I, I Two is But then it also includes the postseason, like, let's say if you get it. Yeah, that's true. The, um... The thing with it, too, is uh, we're talking media. I, I guess we kind of segued into a little media discussion with uh, basketball and whatever. Uh, something with the MHSAA, I don't know if you knew this, but um, it was announced in the fall mm-hmm. uh, very quietly. Uh, it, it came out. I don't even know how I stumbled. I was like on the Michigan Association of Broadcasters website, and I was poking right. around. They have a, a winter conference that I attend occasionally. We're just trying to see if it was coming back online, and right, you know, it was uh, gonna, you know, because uh, everything's kind of getting back to normal, right. And so I poked around. Ne- next thing I know, I see this buried press release saying the MHSAA and the Michigan Association of Broadcasters partner stations, which is pretty much every broadcast right. station in the state, right, right, says, hey, they've come to an agreement that broadcast stations can air high school games. Radio wow. and television. Wow. And I'm like, okay. Okay. Well, you know, if they're opening it up, some more games can be aired. Yes, the NFHS network is out there, right? That's the online streaming service that's mm-hmm. been around for a while. Uh, Lake Orion is a huge, it does a huge amount of videos through them. Right. Um, pretty much everything. And so we're like, whoa, what does this mean? And for years, you know, public access studios were saying, no, you cannot air these games. Right. MHSA said, you absolutely cannot air these games. You have to follow these rules. You have to have your own education channel. you got to have all student crews, which we right. do here. Right. Yeah. And this was all pre-NFHS. But mm-hmm. since the NFHS took over, they're like, hey, we have the rights to this stuff. You can't, you know, you have to do follow our rules. And right. Like, stations like ours were kind of like, okay, what does this mean? Well, I know, especially but, ONTV, OCTV, I know. Yeah, well, in Oxford and Clarkston, Clarkston Waterford. Yeah, Waterford, right. Yep. We, it, Games are bread and butter for stations like mm-hmm. ours to try to bring yes. to the community. Um, and we still do that. And we work with the high school here, and we have a great relationship. But the opening of telecasting of these games was shocking 
Mm-hmm. So in the previous 20 some odd years I've been doing this, there's no way you could do it. You had to pay for right. rights or you had to, right? So adding games, I, I, maybe that goes hand in hand. Say we're Andy. adding more games. We have more broadcast. So these kids will be seen like Channel 20 in Detroit, right? right. They do a lot of OU games. They right. do come out, kind of that fringe sports, right. mm-hmm. ultra, you know, below minor league, like mm-hmm. the Detroit Soccer Club. And I know Bally Sports Detroit's starting to do that, you know, there, especially – Absolutely. You They're know, starting to air more high school more fair. high school games, yes. I think, we, the I football think the, games, I think we saw the, the regular su- season I think games. the success, you know what I mean, when, you know, remember when we were in the pandemic, obviously, when they went to those games, you know, Bally Sports Detroit, you know. Because they had nothing else. Yeah. <laughs> and then here's the thing, you know, even though I do question some of the games that they did. Yeah. Uh, well, cough, cough, Chippewa Valley, and Troy. Yeah. Um, yeah. I do question that, but other than yeah, that, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, um, But but coverage is coverage, right? So yeah. the, the, things are changing. Maybe they add a couple games. I, I know that's not why they added the games. Mm-hmm. But having those extra games, more exposure, more telecasts, uh, right. and people it gives, can tune and it gives, in. It gives coaches more an opportunity to coach their kids. You know what I mean? Yeah. You yeah. know, like, and it also for program for program that has three three teams, you know, freshman JV varsity. Yeah. You know, it gives them another opportunity to, you know, what I mean, to get more to get more games. Well, experience, more experience. I just thought it was funny. It was just, oh yeah, we're yeah we're coming online with the rest of the country. We're adding two games, I'm like two. I mean, I thought it was going to be like five. Or well, then something. you add the postseason tournaments, obviously, and then yeah, you know, I also there were some others that were added too that was very happy with of course track and field obviously um they added um a couple of wheelchair competitions yes. for like for the um and they for, ha- for the state meets for the state meets right? you know what i mean i think that's a great i think that's a great thing i think so too and is you know track meets are long mm-hmm. we know it is <laughs> adding a couple of these events isn't going to make it that much longer right i mean no. we, we you know when you go to a track meet especially state meet you know you're there for all day. You're there yep. at six in the morning. You're gonna be there until probably ten at night. Yep. And they add it. I think it. that's great. I think that's really, really cool. The 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 question I have is uh, are the tracks can you know set up and is the surface of the track, you know, some of them can be spongy. Sure. Or some well, of them are Well, I know on the west side of the state mostly because that's where most of the state track meets are held, is in the west side of that's the state. True. So I mean, you know, good, good facility, usually Rockford. I don't know how Rockford gets them every time. Uh, East Kentwood at times gets them. Do the, yes. East Kentwood gets them. But between them. the Jettison two. Jettison gets them. Between those, you know, but it's like, why don't Yeah. Come on, man. Yeah. Bring, br- br- bring it out here. Bring it out east, you know what I mean? <laughs> but I, I I, guess, you know what I mean? I'm not sure. More parking out on the west side? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, like. But, but having those events, I think that is awesome. I think that's really cool. So they're going to do. Um, what if it was throws? Throws is mentioned. Yep. 100, 200. They could probably do four. They could, yeah, 400 has been mentioned. Okay. Um, synchronized swimming was going to be mentioned as well. You know, synchronized swimming is being added to the I, track meet. No, uh, not not a track <laughs> meet, but I know for swim and dive. So that's going to be kind of no, but that's mm-hmm. synchronized swimming. Really, mm-hmm. that's being added. Yeah. Wow. And then, I I mean that's really a cool situation. That's wild. You know? That is mm-hmm. such a. Mm-hmm. Niche. <laughs> I do want to get your thoughts on this one. You yeah. probably heard about this one. I know we did. Um, I know I talked about this, but I want your thoughts on. Okay. This. We <laughs> MSA, you know, releases an enrollment increase enrollment list every year. Yes. 
And Harper Woods just got a big increase. Harper Woods. 834 to 1289. Whoa. So, but Harper Woods was saying, you know, that, wait a minute here. We didn't get, we didn't get an increase like that. So somebody is not telling the truth. That's a massive increase. Yeah. That is. If you think about it, if you think about it, if, if that happened, Harper Woods is in Division Two for football. So, four, and then they would be in Division One or Class A for the rest of the sport. So, so say that again. They were eight hundred and some change. For eight, I mean, like they were eight hundred, yeah, eight hundred thirty-four, and went to twelve something, and then went to twelve eighty-nine for next year. Yeah, someone's got eighty-nine. For someone next needs year. to count something because uh, school districts don't almost double overnight. I don't know what's going on over. But somebody, yeah, you know, the, they got They might have to do a recount or something. You know what I mean? They'll have to. Uh, usually, that is pretty I mean, solid because they do count days. And, right, they do that. Yeah, you know, it's it's very particular now because of funding. Yeah, if you think about it, for Harper Woods, you know, well, Harper think, Woods saying hey, they're, in di- they're in di- they're they're in division they're in division two for the rest of sports and division three for football. Now with this increase, you know, this supposed increase, yeah. They're going to be in Division One for other sports, and they're going to be in um, in um, Division Two for football. Could you just imagine Harper <laughs> Woods in a district or a, in a football district with Warren D. The South? No, um, no, having to and, play against them, or or like in or like a basketball district when they when they release them. Harper Woods looking at either possibly going south into Detroit, um, or. They could be in a district with UD Jesuit, Oak Park. Um, that's Yay. very, <laughs> very daunting for them. It is. Um, if if their enrollment went up that much, mm-hmm. would that's, we say 400 students? Yeah. The funding for that school district just went through the roof. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a boon. Right. But they can't have it both ways. Like, yes, we have these students, but... question is, you know... Yeah, Who's I mean, uh, the truth? but that's but that you know, mm-hmm. that's I don't, I don't know. That's wild. Yeah, no, that's something to keep an eye on. You know what I mean? The sea. Yeah, that's a huge change. That's a huge change. And you, you even look like, uh, like at Oxford, Lake Orion, Clarkson, the large ones yeah, up you here. Look at, you look at obviously. We don't see swings like that. Oxford just passed Lake Orion in, in students. Yes, um, you know, that that one is um. That's interesting. Interesting. Yeah, because Clarkson was King B for a while. Yeah. And then uh, Lake Orion took over Lake for a Orion couple took years. Over for a couple years. But it was then... literally five students or right. ten or under. Yeah. It was. It's. Macomb, Dakota is the biggest enrolled school in the entire state. Is it? Know? Yeah. I mean, like, but Lake Orion. I mean, like, Oxford right now, top ten right now in enrollment. You yeah. Know? It's. So. Hey, it's a nice community. Schools are nice, mm-hmm. and. You yeah. know, I mean, like. But it does shuffle, and it shuffles it every year. So Harper shuffled. Woods, you better. I mean, sorry. If they if they have <laughs> if to be in is... Division One, you know, if they have to be in Division One for yeah. other sports, and they have to be in Division Two for playoffs, then that's going to be really, really interesting. Especially yeah. when you look at football, possibly for them having to deal with one DSL, possibly, and then and then imagine yourself in division 1 in a district where yes. either you're going down to Detroit, you know yeah. what i mean, dealing with teams like Martin Detroit Martin Luther King, you got Detroit Cast Tech. Yeah. I mean, Growth Point South, obviously Growth Point North. I mean like that is going to be if that were the case, that's going to be really difficult for the Pioneers. 
Yes. Yeah, so, absolutely. So they, I mean, like, something's got to get resolved. Well, I, you know, on a non-athletic side, I'm, I hope it's gone up that much. That's yeah. that's great for the community. Great for pe- the community. It means people are moving in. <laughs> yeah. And it only it can only help that school district. It can only district. help that school district. Yes, it can only help them. You know, if they when get... you see the flip side, like in Pontiac, mm-hmm. what they've been dealing with. Oh, you know, we know what they've been dealing the, with. The size that they used to be and what they are now. Mm-hmm. I mean, <clears throat> well, I know what that. I know what there's what they've been going through over there, at Pontiac. But I know Pontiac's been um been um getting the um athletics back and yeah. I mean, like, I mean, they had some struggles this year in boys basketball. Um, girls basketball. Um, they've had um football, obviously. Um, yeah, they got the right coach in there, and um, Ken Wade. Um, I think that he's. I think, I mean, they got some good players over there. At Pontiac, obviously, Damian Prim's gonna be one to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think Pontiac. You know, I think they're heading in the right direction. Yeah, yeah, and uh, the investment in the facilities is uh, they amazing. They got a new field there. That, I saw it uh, in the fall. It was part almost completed. It. Beautiful and facility. It, have you been there? I have not, so, but I've seen it. A so beautiful facility. I was walking around the track there, mm-hmm. just taking it in uh, prior to the uh, bleachers going in. Right. And it, it it's cool. And have, everything around it, that whole little complex is really, really nice. And it's about time. They deserve something. Yeah, they're out. Yeah, you and, need and something. They get to play, and they get to play their games at home, home stadium. You know what I mean? They, get, How many they, times? Don't to, they don't have to go to Wisner. You know what I mean? You don't have to play you, with you. Walk out the door. There it is, and it and it brings a culture back to the school. There's activity at the school, right? You're not taking it away. I think it's great. I, I do think that too. I do. I mean, obviously, you know, when you look at, you know, I think it's it, it's great. It's great seeing that. Mm-hmm. Know, it's really, really great seeing that. Yeah. Um, let's look at obviously, of course, some, I do want to talk a little basketball. Do you want to get your thoughts on um the <laughs> basketball coaching um? Departures um at Stony Creek, Bloomfield Hills, whoa, um and Groves, obviously whoa. Benny White retiring at Groves, mm. um, and then you have um Steve, I mean Steve Norgrove what? stepped down at Stony Creek, and then Phil Kershaw stepped down at Bloomfield Hills. Um, so stepped down, yes. Okay. So when you really look at when you really look at the three coaching searches, the three jobs available, you know, you look at obviously program strength. You look at okay, what do you build for now in the future? Yeah. Um, when I look at these three jobs, I mean, like people say to me, um, who do you think is the best job available? And I told them, you know, Bloomfield Hills is because you look really? at, yeah, Bloomfield Hills, when you look at where they're at, you know what I mean? They got a very good player, Noah Adam Trish coming back. Yes. They got a, um, they got CJ, um, Jackson, um, quarterback also plays in the basketball team as well. Derek Lee's another one who's a really good player for them as well. Um, program strength, I think Bloopia Hills has that, even though Stony Creek might have a very good case as well. Mm. Um, but I'm curious to see who takes that job, considering you're going to have Adam Trish for one year, you're going to have Lee for one year. Yeah, see, that's... And then, yeah. and then program strength, you know, I think Bloopia Hills is a little bit better better position. Well, there's a lot... Yeah, and, I mean, if you really look at the high school... And divisions came out for basketball. Oh, they did. They did. So when you look at like uh, high school ch- coaching changes and things, some of these coaches don't can't shop around. Right. Well, Kershaw right? left because he had to. Um, he um got promoted at his in his family business. Oh, okay. He got promoted, so you know he was. Hey, you know. take it and run. That's great. Mm-hmm. But it, when you talk about high school coaching, 
and you're changing. It's difficult. You, guys are in and guys are out. You change. You get people that are stand. I mean, some programs have guys that are hanging around for 20-plus years. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, some don't. That carousel keeps us spinning. And, you know, coaches that are looking for jobs like a Stoney or Groves or whatever, right? Well, Groves, of course, you know what I mean? Like, Groves, Benny White did retire after. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but it's it's – a lot of coaches are, especially the young coaches, mm-hmm. can they sit there and go, well, you know, I'm looking at program strength. And, well, remember, yeah, and I'm not going to go there. I'm going to go here. families, too. You know Sometimes what I mean? Every coach has families, too. You know what I mean? The, the, I, I absolutely you know? hear that. But but you understand what I'm saying. It's mm-hmm. like a lot of the times it's not like uh, colleges where you right. go, what's the program? And you can just draw these people in. Right. Um, or even on the pros, you go, what's the stack up? Mm-hmm. Uh, high school, it's a completely different type of – uh, a, a situation. Yes. And you got guys coming in that have some experience. They're, mm-hmm. at, you know, the the assistant coach who's like, or the guy that wants to be a coach and has always wanted to be a coach and has been an assistant. Now it's like, I'm going to go for this gig. They're mm-hmm. not going to say, oh, I only get this guy for a year, mm-hmm. so I'm not going to apply to that place. No, these guys, you know, pe- up-and-coming coaches or co- people that want to be coaches, they'll be applying left and right for these jobs. Right, and you look at, obviously, you know, Stony Creek, obviously, you got – I know um, you got to deal with Adams and Rochester, and we know both those teams are very good teams, very good, well programs. Yeah, well, that's what you, but that's what makes it fun, mm-hmm. right? And I haven't heard one coach say, "I don't want to take that job because the competition's too right. hard." Right. You know, it, it coaches are competitive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. I mean, supremely competitive. That is a draw. It is. You look talk about the Oi Red and football. Uh huh. The Red and football. We a, know it is a. It is a draw for these it coaches. Is, yes. People want to coach these teams because you go up against some great teams. Great yeah. proven powerhouse programs. Powerhouses. Organizations are solid. The The coaching fraternity, people get along. It, it is a positive deal. Mm-hmm. Same in the basketball side of things, right? Yeah, and I think, you know, when you look at from the basketball side of things, um, you know, you um, – I think, you know, when you look at these three jobs, obviously, you know – Whoever you're going to get, you know what I mean? It'd be an interesting hire, you know what I mean? I'm curious to see yeah. where – and we're going to keep a close eye on the block. And, and when you and have – as well. Yeah, and we we say it. We, we're a broken record, Sammy. Or at least I, I am. I'm a one-trick pony. <laughs> is in-house, out-of-house? Is out it in-house or is out-of-house? So that's if the big question. If you go in-house, then you have continuity, right. familiarity. Familiarity, yep. You go out. You go out, you change the whole thing up. You're starting over. And sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. Yeah, I mean, like, and I think that's something to really keep a close eye on um, when you. Yeah, look that's at, that's interesting. I mean, there's also going to be a new coach at Grand Blank. If you heard about Mm-mm. this, um, coach um, Mike Thomas, of course, he did. He took the East Kentwood job um, at the state finals. I guess there was some, um, you know, some controversy surrounding, of course, Grand Blank um, when they played against. Um, Warren D. LaSalle, of course, Warren D. LaSalle brought a big student section yeah. with them. And then Grand Blank, you know, I know there was some criticism a little bit from Thomas about um the community not coming out to support Grand Blank. Oh. Yeah, you probably heard about oh. that. Did you hear about I did that? Not, I didn't hear about it, but when you start ripping on the community, yeah, time to go, maybe. Well, and I think or they said, it, um, well, we've had our time. At East Kentwood's a big. Yeah. Big, big facilities Monster. there. It's a big um, – I'm curious to see how he's going to do over there. 
I'm very curious to how he, yeah, how he's. No, I didn't hear all the. Yeah, I mean, all like the it was all over the Flint station. All it was the all chatters. Flint, you know what I mean? It's all over in Flint. Um, hmm. but it does have OA ramifications, particularly like if you, with districts, they come out in June. Obviously, when yeah. you look at, maybe they could put. I mean, like Oxford's been in that district with Grand Blank, hmm. um, and both boys and girls basketball, and then now could they put Clarks in there? Um, we don't know. So that's something to really yeah. keep a close eye on there. Um, when you look at, and then I do want to get your thoughts on Clarkston. You know what I mean? Did you hear about Clarkston's got a new football coach? Yes, I did. What's your thoughts? Um, it's going to be weird. Not seeing, not seeing Kurt Richardson. No. It, um, it's, it's like Justin we Pitts are taking over, yeah. you know, uh, here in the OA, you know, red side of things, you got coaches that are, long established mm-hmm. you know and leaving and you get new guys coming in and stuff but to see is he the is richardson the last of the old guard or um, i mean i mean he's been there so long yes right? and then now you have coach bell coach i'm coach gonna say bell's coming, coming like bell's coming back so it's like that is a shocker i'm still stunned that uh richardson's retired well, well rich not so much him because what else does he have to prove he had he had one more run it with the with he the quality three state group of guys. Three state titles. I mean, huge he, recruits. I mean, the last mm-hmm. and what, they were all say, homegrown seven, kids. Seven years, homegrown unbelievable. Kids too, you run. know what I mean? Most of them homegrown kids. Yeah. I mean, obviously, when you look at Clarkson, yeah. the way that they've been. I mean, now when you look at the Wolves, obviously you got Ethan Clark coming back. I mean, like you got um, Cole Dillinger coming back. Um, quarterback's interesting though for them. Yeah. I mean, that's something to really watch. Um, you know, they, I think. So remind everybody again, who's hired. Um, Justin Pintar, I believe is the um, head coach and over there. The background. Um, yeah. he was the offensive line coach at, um, Clarkson under Richardson. Um, well-known guy, well-known guy in the community at Clarkson. So um, familiar face. Mm-hmm. Kept it in house, you know. I could not imagine mm-hmm. Clarkston going outside no. the box. No way. That would have been shocking if they would have <laughs> went outside the box. Absolutely. The only thing I can think of is like when you like at a, a district like Clarkston, the sports uh, culture over there. There's no way. There's no way. Unless I mean, something crazy happened, they had to blow it up, and you know, yeah, or whatever. But I just but think when you look at Clarkston, obviously, um, you know, when you look at Clarkston, um. This is a program that's proud. They're oh, very good. Absolutely. I mean, like, you know, think about it. If, you know, when you look at the Wolves, I mean, like, this is a team that, you know, we know that, you it, know. I, it, it literally is a machine. It is. It's, it's a machine. It is. And obviously, when you look at at Clarkston, um, I really like the hire to keep it in-house. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's not a lot of change going to be. There's going to be some kinks a little bit. Well, I know, but we know each head coach brings something in, right? Yeah, uh, absolutely. They, they have their ideas. What do they do? Want to change this or that? But you know, it's stability. Mm-hmm. It's you know. That's what that's what Clarkson needs, and that's what they're getting. I mean, obviously, um, obviously, I I said this. I like the hire. I love the hire. Um, I think that um. You know what he's gonna bring. I think he's. I think it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be great for Clarkson. I think it's gonna be great. Yeah, um, and, and it makes. It's just like Oxford uh, getting line. Yeah, 
right? It makes it interesting. You go, ooh, who, a new face, new style, new systems. Not that Clarkson's changing the system, but you have a, new, you have a new face and you're going, what do we get? It, it keeps the storylines going. It makes it interesting, mm-hmm. um, at least for us. I mean, you know, we're just fans of sports in general, right? And OAA. Yeah. And to see these things, I go, ooh, this is an interesting little mm-hmm. development. Let's see what happens. A lot it's- of storylines in football, you know, and, and Clarkson's just one of them. What's you your know? relationship to him? Good relationship. You, you got to go on, you know. I know him. I know okay, him. Okay. Well, you know what I mean? So well, hopefully in the fall we can get him on. Yeah. Rich, I know Richardson. He's a. Uh, we had him on our podcast. I know, uh, which was shocking because he's a great guy. Yes, he is. Really nice guy. And, um, but very kind of. He keeps to himself. He keeps it tight to the vest. And mm-hmm. he didn't really – I mean, he's – like I said, the old school guy, he doesn't say a lot. I mean, yeah. he goes, hey, you know, we had injuries. Da, da, da. But it was – I'm glad we were able to talk to him. Yes, and I am I got a lot of expectations for Clarkson this year. I yeah. mean, there's a lot of storylines on the only to keep an eye on in football. Harper Woods, how they're going to do yeah, in their especially, first year in the OA. Especially if the attendance holds. Well, yeah, and then they're in the white for football, and they got a difficult schedule themselves. I, I mean, forgot, they, yeah. And then you have Southfield going down from the red to the white. That's the storyline right there to watch. Really? And see. I, yeah. And then, you know, and then um, there's a lot of storylines from football. Um, but let's go Let's go to a – Yeah, it's, go, it's the spring season, Let's go back Sammy. to spring season, yeah. Let's go to the spring that season. We, te- we teased it, and we started chatting about it. And yeah, we teased it. It's like every now, time I sit in this chair, we go on tangents. Yeah. It's my fault. Yeah, now our, we go – I apologize to our listeners. It's okay. You know what I mean? <laughs> now we get to preview the um, – probably one of the most interesting invitationals in sports. Oh. What? And that is the – In all of sports or in all of OAA sports? I think in all of – OAA sports, and that is the 59th annual Elmer Ball Oxford Invitational. Yeah. And that's coming up this weekend at Oxford. Um, This is a real interesting field. I mean, like. It's huge. Yeah, I mean, like, last season, because of the pandemic, they had to limit the teams. But now this year, they got 29 teams, and there's some proven powerhouses in this one. I mean, I mean, you know, people are coming out of the woodwork mm-hmm. to come to this one. Uh-huh. I mean, in the past, they've had teams from Chicago come up yep. because they wanted to go against Oak Park. Right. And they found out uh, we don't want to go against Oak Park. because well, Oak Park's going to be there. Oak I Park mean, like, took, them to, took them to the woodshed. It was yeah. right. I mean, the track up here is insane. Yeah. I mean, like Oak Park's going to be here. I mean, like you got. Several OA teams coming. On the women's side, there they got to be favored. Yeah, on the women's side. But keep an eye on Detroit Renaissance. And yes. Oxford, I mean, Oxford in the distance is not a, It's not bad. They're not bad, Sammy, but they're young. And you know, what do we see? You can't win with just distance. You got to have sprints. You got to have field events. If you don't have the balance. I think Oxford does have the field event balance, but also they just don't have the sprints. That's the issue. Um, but in but, but just so everybody knows, dual meet is not the same as an invitation. No, 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 no. And points it, are different. Com- you get points all the way across the board for top eight. Get top. points. I mean, like obviously, you know what I mean. And you know when you when you're in dual meets, you know what I mean. You just don't. It's top three it's top, or whatever. Yeah, it's top three. But in in a in a um regional setting, it's. 10, 8, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Yes. That's your top eight. And the teams that have depth, the ones that do really well. We saw Oak Park women win a state title 
without not having a state champion. Yeah. They won a state title finishing fourth, yeah. fifth, yep. sixth, second. Pontiac Northern a couple years right? ago had that same thing. You know what I mean? Pontiac Northern, let's not forget, they, they um, won a state title. I think it was only four girls. Yes, we've seen, mm-hmm. and we've seen Oak Park do that. Yes, we've seen Oak Park do we've that. We've seen them do it with a truckload of people, state champions, roll to almost a record, and then we've seen them do it with like six girls. Yeah, I mean, like it can be, you know, but, but I really they, those those runners are here. I think the team that could do some very well in that is Detroit Renaissance at the uh, at the Oxford, Oxford Invitational, and here's why I'm saying this: Detroit Renaissance poses the greatest threat to Oak Park. Not only in this do, in this invitational, but also in the regional. So they they'll meet up They're again in the, in the same regional. regional. So you wow. think about it, you know. They gave me a little goosebumpy there, Sammy. Uh, hair they, hair on my arms went up. That see, mm-hmm. I would love to see. But I think a it, challenge to the dominance of I Oak think Park. When you look at when you look at on the um on the girls' side, I mean Romeo could be a player. Yeah. I mean mm-hmm. we know that they're deep. Yes. Troy's a possibility, maybe. Um, but there's some interesting teams that are gonna be here. I mean, Midland Dow's coming down from Midland. Yeah. Um, you got New Baltimore Anchor Bay, you know, coming from New Baltimore. I mean, you got I mean, there's some I mean, it's Lane Lincoln from Itzelani. Um, Detroit Edison, Detroit Renaissance. I mm. mean, like, just coming up here, you know what I mean? Competing. Yeah, yeah and this is the – it's amazing how fast this season goes. Mm-hmm. Uh, dual meet season in the OA is almost wrapped up, right? They got one more? Or? I think they got – well, some got two, some got one. Okay. So, I know they're they're ticking off. Weather's been kind of sketchy. It should be pretty good, a little cool Just for Just imagine this, you know, like last week we were dealing with snow. Oh, it was horrible. Wind, it, the conditions were just disgusting. So – Hopefully it holds out for these kids. Um, but, I mean, just but, imagine for baseball and softball, it's been pretty miserable. Yeah, they've been having a hard time. But with the with the Oxford Invitational, this and what was the other one we were talking about? Uh, Brighton. Brighton, Brighton Invitational. Massive invitation. That's where Clarkson's going. Clarkson's not coming, to, which is weird to not see them at Oxford. But going to that Brighton one. That's brutal. Loaded. Yikes. The that te- is brutal. The teams that are in that are crazy good. And... But you do these invitationals to get the kids conditioned for the regional type event, mm-hmm. right? So these monster meets, mm-hmm. New Balance is coming up in yeah, Farmington, New Balance right? Farmington, yeah. I mean, you got teams coming from the UP. Yeah, Marquette's coming down. Crazy. You know, Marquette's been hit with with snow all season, <laughs> yeah. been hit with snow, and they—I st- don't know how many inches of snow they still got. It's crazy. I mean, like, but but these are awesome events. If you if you have an afternoon, you don't have to stay for the whole thing. I but usually, if you go in the late out or in the middle of the afternoon, you get some of the 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 Aon relays are done. You get you get the um, the qualifying heats for the sprints and the hurdles and all this stuff. It's mm-hmm. it's awesome, and you can walk around. You can see pole vaulting. You can see long drive. You see all these kids. The atmosphere is amazing. Yes, and it's and especially the Oxford invite. Not a bad seat in the house. No, you you can you. Actually, sit in the stands, turn around, and see the throws happening. You can watch from one's vantage well, point, the, long well, the jumps. Are, yeah, ball. the throws are basically in that northeast corner of the stadium. Yeah, but you can – well, for discus, but you can see discus the shot. Discus down there, you can, yeah. you can see it. So, it's a lot of fun. The atmosphere is great. When the weather's nice, boy, we've had those Oxford invites where it was like 80 and 
just brutal. Could you just imagine the boy side of things? You know what I mean? Well, that yeah, we were going to be interesting. So we were talking to girls. So sorry, I'm going on and on about these I events. Know. But so let's talk about the guys. Could you just you got Oak Park, you got Lake Orion, Rochester Adams, Detroit Renaissance, Detroit Renaissance, Farmington. Yeah, there. That's going to be really interesting. Who's the favorite, Sammy? I really think you know. I really think in my mind who's the favorite in this. I don't trust Oak Park at all. Okay. Um, Detroit Renaissance has the sprints. I don't trust their distance. Um, it's so hard to find teams so with balance. It's so hard to find a team with balance. But if I had to find a team that has balance that I would trust in there, and don't hate me on this, <laughs> but Rochester Adams, I mean, like, really? they have the hurdles. They have the dis. I mean, like, the distance is a little questionable, but they got the field events. They got throws. Um, even though Lake Orion's going to be there, I was going to say, who has won an invitational already? I mean, but Lake Orion's won an invitational already. Over. Over Adams. <laughs> I mean, like, but when I look at when I look at Adams, I mean, like, they got four hurdlers in the top yeah. ten in the county. Yeah. I mean. And that's look, two events. That's just two events. Right. And then you look at their throws. Adams has at that's least a lot of two points. of them. Adams has at least two of them in the um, at least three of them in the field events. Both Murray brothers. Yeah. I mean, like especially and, and those points add up quick. Yes, they do. Especially if they're in the mm-hmm. top three. Yeah, in the top. Yeah, the if top, top three. three if you're in top three, yeah. Especially if they go like one, three, four, mm-hmm. one, four, five. I mean, Adams has the jumps tons. as well. I mean, Adams has the jumps as well. I mean, so you really, if there's a team that I would, say, do they have the depth besides hurdlers? They have jumpers. They have. The relays, I think, is going to be really interesting between them. Um, so you got to balance them, especially if you're going to load them up in the hurdles. Right, if you're going to load them in the hurdles, you know what I mean? Like, you know, Which, I, I just think when I look at this invitational format, I just think, you know, the um, tournament, the um, invite at Brandon only had 11 teams. Mm. This one has 29. Yeah. So if I have to pick a team right now, even though, you know. I hear a bold statement coming, Sammy. Even though, you know, I know Lake Orion's got at least, and they got the distance, they got the sprint. They do. Um, but I just feel like in this one, you know, and don't hate me on this, you know. Why would I hate you? Well, I think I'm going to get some questions here, but usually, I just think lose, that. I lose, think, usually you're Homer City. I'm usually Homer City. <laughs> but I just feel like, you know, Adams, you know what I mean? I just think Adams okay. has a little bit more balance this year. Okay. Because of the hurdles, because of the um, because of the hurdles, because the jumps. Um, and, and we see two. But if there's anything that works in Lake Orion's favor, pole vault county. Yes. And that is important. And and that's their strategy. Yes. And, and ha- there's other schools like that. My old alma mater, the Dexter Dreadnoughts. Yeah. They, you know, uh, now they're a cross country power and stuff. But yes. years ago, track was just marginal. They had one or two stars. Right. But they said, "What kind of what Lake Orion's doing? It's like load up on pole vault, pole vault. Mm-hmm. load up, mm-hmm. because if you can get it comes down four, to strategy. It comes four, down to strategy. Yes, it's four jumpers. And I never ever question Stanford on um, strategy. No, never, 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 no, never. They're free points. Yes, they go. Ah, we're, we're not going to throw anybody in there. They go. All you need is two competent kids to get over that bar." Mm-hmm. You get over and, once, you know that could, and also you know you think Especially about it. Especially on the on if the you loaded on one, if you loaded on one event, you know what I mean. You yeah. think about 
that might neutralize like another event. Like let's say you can balance out a power. Mm-hmm. You can balance out, yeah. And I I really think when you look at when you look at on the boys side of things, you know, yeah, Oak Park's a good team, but Adams we know's got at least three or four hurdlers that can do some damage. Yeah. And then you look at Lake Orion. Obviously, you have Stephen Brown and Joey Deed. Um, and Brown Brown is in. He's been looking really, really good. Mm-hmm. And then the dis, and then the distance, um, and then the distance. Lake Orion's deep there in the distance. Very deep. Yeah, a, a senior crew that is mm-hmm. seasoned and grizzled. Yeah. So when I really look at when I look really look at the um. When I really look at it, I think it could come down. It could come down to Lake Orion and Adams. It could, yep. and those two teams meet in a dual meet next week. Yeah, the last one. That could, and that on I think, the road, and I think that's going to be for the red title in the regular season. You know, just imagine them, and then imagine that league meet at Oxford, the red white. Yeah. Combo. You know, I think <laughs> it's going to come down to. You know, I think it's going to come down to those two teams. I think when I look at Lake Warren and Adams, you know what I mean? They are, on the boys' set, they're on a collision course with one another. Yeah. I mean. See, I haven't seen Adams yet. Um, they're loaded. And we still have that fog of the, the pandemic, that, that black hole. It seems like, yeah, it was a, a whole year we lost, right? Yeah. But it feels like two. It does. Right? Because there's so many new faces and new names uh, that come out of the woodwork, you know, from last year, trying to recover, and we're still trying to figure out who these teams, what's their makeup. Mm -hmm. You see, teams that have been traditional powers are now, like, also rans in a way. Yeah. You know, but for Adams, I agree with you. I'm I'm really interested in that duel uh, to see what happens between the Dragons and uh, the Highlanders. So, um, yeah. But, yeah, the invites are fabulous. Um, there's some really good performances going on. I know we're geeking out, Sammy. We're totally geeking out on track and field. But we're talking about some of the milers and, you know, some up-and-coming names and people. And Rochester's got a good one on the girls' side, a freshman that was just mm-hmm. phenomenal. We know what Oak Park country. has. Oak Park's loaded, but I the, the new faces that you're going, oh, here's somebody we're going to watch for years to come, and mm-hmm. it's a lot of fun. Uh-huh. And uh, like Orion's got a, a girl miler that's just out of nowhere. Yep. And she's in that. So we're seeing battles, these really, really good battles back and forth every week with some of these kids. and these. But I, I don't see any real superstars well, here's... that are carrying teams. Yeah. I, I see a lot of – it is moving of the chess pieces. It's yeah, it's a, basically you're basically playing chess a little bit. You know what I mean? It's I feel like you're playing chess because run this event, don't run, run this, this event, stack don't this run, one, you know, don't. You're, it's basically you're playing a game of chess. You know what yeah. I mean? Think about it. You know when you're head coach, you know, or an assistant coach, and you're playing a game of chess. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, seeing where everything fits together. You know that can always, you know, you know it, it takes it's a lot of risk involved, oh, but yeah. high risk, high reward. Absolutely, and. You know, we're talking coaching, right? Big name in OAA track and field is stepping down at the end of the year, calling it a career. It's Dan Ford, which is crazy. He's another one of those guys, right? It'll be interesting. Yeah, it's it's wild. And then I I forgot to mention another team to watch out for Hmm. um, on the girls' side, Bloomfield Hills. You know, Bloomfield Hills, we know, has got a lot of experience. They do. We know that. I think Bloomfield Hills could be a sleeper in that invitation. Really? I think they're a sleeper. Okay. Because. I just hope the weather's good. 
Well, that's the weather right now is calling for 60 degrees and mostly cloudy skies. So 60 is not so bad. No. Cut down on the wind. Be yeah. all right. Cut down on the wind. It'll be all right. Boy, were we spoiled over the weekend. 80 degrees, 82. It was nice. It was really nice. Just imagine. I know they had the, um, I think it was Bridgewater Invitational at Mid at Milford. Oh. Um, I don't have scores for that meet. Um, um, it was just really um, they, I don't have scores for that. Meet. Was that was like perfect conditions? Yeah, that was absolutely perfect conditions. Um, on Saturday. Yeah, that was on Saturday mm. over at um, at Milford. Um, I know there were several schools that were there. Um, there were several schools that were there. Um, Clarkson was there. Rochester was there. Um, I know. Um, yeah, it's called the Balkweather Classic Coed Relays. Um, oh. oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah, it was at it was Adam, it was Adam Milford. I know several teams that were there. Um, yeah, but they just they still have the Waterford Mod Invitational or the Mod Invitational because that was fun too. You know, they had. Uh, I don't think they do. I mean, I'd be that hurdle relays, mm-hmm. a lot of variety. Yeah, I I I don't think they do, but um, I'll I'll take a look at that. Okay. Um, but um, I know that um. Yeah, I don't think they have that anymore. Um, I know, I know they have the new the new balance invitation coming up. We mentioned that that one. Mm-hmm. You want to see talent? That one's usually loaded to the gills, especially with the talent that's there. Oh um, yeah, you get Skyline coming in. The yeah. Ann Arbor schools loaded yeah. with some unbelievable uh, distance runners. And I'm looking at the um, Brighton Invitational this weekend. You yeah. Got- See, I'm gonna have to keep uh, <laughs> the live scoring up on my uh, phone for that one. Yeah, here are the teams that are in that one. Clarkson, of course, we know we've talked about that one. But yep. how about this? Ann Arbor Pioneer, Ann Arbor Skyline, Brighton, Dexter, Powers, Heartland, Howell, Kalamazoo Central, Linden, <laughs> Livonia Churchill, Livonia Stevenson, Midland, Novi, Pickney, Plymouth, Salem. Wall Lake Central, Wall Lake Northern, Wall Lake Western. Massive schools. And that's a loaded field. Oh, completely. That's a complete loaded field. Yeah, that is that's really, really big. Yeah, that's insane. And I mean, but they're doing the same thing, right? They're running these big uh the big invites right. to get these kids ready for regionals. And if you're not a big uh, track and field fan, I, I think we have two listeners left <laughs> hanging on, Sammy. But uh region Qualifying for state for track and field is so difficult. It is. You get one shot. That's it. That's one. it. I wish they changed the rules, though, but it is what it is. I know. Me, I too. They do have the qualifying standards, but those standards are so stiff. I know. They're so stiff. And it, it's very, very difficult. Mm-hmm. They're so stiff. It's, it's... <laughs> In swimming, you can qualify anytime you touch the pool. Absolutely. In a re- regular meet. Uh, in... Um, Track and field, you can't. I know there's a lot more bodies participating in track and field, and I think that has something to do with it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, hey, we can't complain here in the OAA. No. For years, Mm-mm. how many milers and 3,200-meter runners had they sent to the state meet? It looked like an OAA meet mm-hmm. in the Division One state finals. Yeah. In those distance races because, Oakland, like at the Oakland County meet, the top 10 – top 10? Yeah. Top eight once, all qualified. Mm-hmm. Which is insane. I know. 
they they all had times, and then where they go, you got state champion, you got runner up, you got third. You, I mean, it's it's nuts the mm-hmm. the talent coming out of the OAA in Oakland County. Absolutely, and I think when you look at, I think when you look at the um, I I I think with track, obviously you got it. Yeah, I, yeah. What? I can't say anything. What? <laughs> I just saying like. You know, I was thinking like, you know. When have way... you been shy about saying anything, I'm Sammy? just saying to myself, if, <laughs> is there a way, you know, we could use the qualification standards and put it in for every meet instead of just one? They would have to be lower. They would have to be lower. Uh-huh. Because what if you had one meet? Let's say, you know, Clarkston and its heyday. The women's Clark. Remember we had like the big five yes. down there, the distance runners. At that Clarkson. was four years ago. Yeah. Yes. Oh, banging on, banging on. He's getting excited over here. About four years ago, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, one team qualifying, maybe three kids to the state finals in one meet. Yeah. You only have eight lanes, you know? And, 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 you know, so I, I get it, It, but it's so difficult. It seems like if you had regionals and the county meet. Right. If the county meet should – I would. I should say that – was a last chance. I would say the county meet. Swimming, be the we last have chance. last chance meets. They call them shave. Meets. I would say the county meet has to be. You know, I I, I would put the county meet in there. The too. county meets faster than the state finals. Yes, I know. That's why I'm saying. That's why I'm saying. If all if all Mich- if all Michigan's eight counties have a county meet, then that should be considered that, that, as your last chance. I agree with you there. That should be a last chance. I think that the county meet should be last chance. What it was an eye opener going to the county meet, the high school county meet with my daughter. Mm-hmm. And she made it in. Wow. It was unbelievable. Going, okay, this is great. Been to middle school county meets, all this kind of stuff. They're big, they're fast, it's awesome. But you go to the high school meet, the high school county meet, Sammy, unreal. And then we went to the division one state finals and we're sitting there watching, going, the county meet. Surpasses this meet in every way mm-hmm. in talent because you got all classes, all class. You got it's the cream of the cream. Yep, and it it is if you you have to go to a, a county meet at least one time. I agree with you. It is unbelievable. It's exciting. It's jaw dropping watching these kids run. It's mm-hmm. unbelievable. I keep saying that. Yeah. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> got baseball as well. You know, I noticed when you look. Yeah, what do we I got going on? We're at fifty. Baseball. I look at state rankings in baseball. Yeah. Lake Orion right now ranked 14th in the state right now in baseball. Okay, is that the highest OA team? That's highest OA team right now, and there are some good teams there. I mean, yeah. obviously Adams we know is not bad. Oxford's not bad. Um, Clarkston's got a very good pitcher. Um, we obviously got Bloomfield Hills. You got North Farmington. Um, I mean, like, so when you look at baseball, Lake Orion right now really is the one that stands out right now in baseball, you know, based because of the rankings. Yeah. Um, softball is a real interesting mess right now. I'm trying to figure that out. <laughs> I mean. we I've seen a lot of games canceled and moved. Yeah. Because uh, of the weather. Last second and. Because I mean, of the weather. And I mentioned this a couple weeks ago. I said the weather's been a big, big problem. You know what I mean? Imagine, you know, if you're a grounds crew, you know what I mean? Oh, you know, man. It's been difficult. Well, we're trying to get out to do um, our first televised softball game uh, mm-hmm. tomorrow on Tuesday. Yeah. And usually we have 
two in already. Right. And with the rain and everything going on, uh, yeah, I hope they get them in. And that, that's got to wreak havoc with rhythm and yes. momentum. Is anybody have any momentum on the softball on uh, baseball teams? I don't right? know right now. I don't know. Because, you know, there's teams that aren't, don't, aren't loaded with superstars that they get in a groove and everybody's doing their job. And they can go on rolls. We've seen it oh, happen. Absolutely. Uh, you know, but we also, you know, do the super teams with the superstars, are they the ones that are going to take advantage of this weather situation? Because usually the superstars are – they are who they are. Right. And sometimes they can carry their team. Right. But, but I think it's something to really watch for. I mean, girls' soccer obviously has been really interesting as well. I mean, like, obviously, you know, Troy Athens is the cream of the crop in the state. Um, Rochester's been playing phenomenal soccer. Um, Stony Creek, Stony Creek, Adams is Adams. The red has been just absolutely just vicious. Yeah. Well, um, I, I saw Athens Lake Orion. I was there recording that was a good it. game. That was an interesting game, and I was talking to some of the Athens fans. They come in at 5-1. and one, State ranked. Rolling, doing really well. Only um, lost was Anchor Bay. Yes, that's what they said. And um, Lake Orion gave them a run for their money. And Lake Orion has just been moved up to the red. Yeah. And they held their own. Mm-hmm. And it was a it was a one and nothing defeat for uh, – win, I should say. For, for the Red Ox. Yep, for Athens. And it was it – was, just one of those scramble, scramble, scramble dribbler. And they had to earn it. I mean, it was – watch out for Lake Orion. If, if – Come postseason if, time? If they keep rolling, I mean – Come postseason time? Yes, I mean, we, they've been doing very well non-league. They've been yes. doing very well non-league. Yeah, they've been smoking people. And then you look at, obviously, Ox has been running people over in the white this year. Um, the blue – That's the game I was trying to get to, but they rescheduled it. Lake mm-hmm. Orion-Oxford. Always I mean, a fun game. Oh, Oxford! Oxford this year has been doing really well in the white. I mean, like the way that they've been playing. Um, that's something to really keep a close eye yeah. on. Lacrosse? Um, you, did lacrosse, you have any news on lacrosse? Yeah, I mean, like um, Clarkson's been playing pretty well in the guys. Um, you know, I still think you know if healthy, Lake Orion is right there. Yeah, we if healthy. Yeah, we we saw our first uh, lacrosse Hazlitt. match. Hazlitt got steamrolled, and it was. It was defense and goaltending. Mm-hmm. Uh, they got to shore up the the goaltending, and um, the offense is there. Offense is there, but the faceoffs won uh, or lost by the Dragons. Mm-hmm. I've never seen anything like it. It was like lost goal. I mean, it was just really. I still think when you look really at lacrosse, you got surprising. Clarkson Adams is there as well. Yeah. Um, I think you know on the on the men's side, obviously if. Lake Orange, it's, I still think Lake Orange is a team to beat, even though Adams and Clarkson are going to still really? have really strong stays there. Yeah. Um, girls' side, Lake Orion right now is the one that really stands out on the girls' side. Athens, Troy Athens is a team that has been really getting better. I mean, I just looked at the state rankings. Um, Lake Orion is seventh. Really? Um, Troy Athens is ninth in the state right now. I mean, like, that says a lot right there. Yeah. Um, Credit to first-year coach Megan Hershey's for what she's been doing with the girls' program. I mean, like, playing really good girls lacrosse right now. Um, you know, and the Dragons right now, they're rolling right now. And the I know they're going to deal with Heartland in the regional. Mm. Um, but, you know, right yeah, now, they're regular rolling season, right now. The, uh, regular season, they always seem to do well, and then you get to the postseason. Well, you're dealing with some good teams, though. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, obviously, you got Birmingham, United. Yeah. Um, Bloomby Hills, Bloomby Hills is ranked right now um, as well. I forgot to mention them. 
I can just imagine Lake Orion, Birmingham, um, Lake Orion and Bloomfield Hills in lacrosse. That would be a fun one. Absolutely. That would be a really good yeah. one. Um, Do the, you have a preference, uh, guys lacrosse or girls? No. It's completely different. Not really. I'm kind of I kind of like the girls' game because it is well, less less whack. It's less less whack a mole, more finesse. Well, there's not a lot of contact. You know no. what I mean? If I if I had to choose between the boys and the girls right now in lacrosse, um, I'm just thinking watch, a style of play. Yeah, I would really watch the guys. Do you? Yeah. I mean the physicality, the yeah. contact. I mean like, you know. I guess one of the first lacrosse matches I ever saw was Lake Orion girls when they were just getting started. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what the heck is this? And got to know the coach and learn the game. And I, I like the. Mm-hmm. But I'm. But you, I, you're right. I mean, the guys' game is a lot of fun. I right. mean, there's, but if there's one girls' team I think is a dark horse yeah. sleeper contender, Stony Creek. Okay. I'm Stony Creek, I think, is a sleeper. Put, put you on record for that one, Sam. Put me on record for that one. Stony <laughs> Creek lacrosse, girls lacrosse, dark horse contender. Getting out outliers were at uh, 67th or 57th. Uh. You know, Anything? I haven't really. I've seen Clarkson play. I've been really disappointed with them. Troy could be an outlier in the girls' side. On the boys' side, um, right now, besides those three teams, yeah. um, you know, those are the three teams I can trust right yeah. now. Well, I, I'll, I just uh, want to encourage everybody to get out and go to a game. You yeah, can. Absolutely. Concessions are open. Grab a dog. Spring it. It's spring. You know what I mean? Cheer it's on spring, these, yeah. uh, you know, these, these student, student athletes. athletes uh, great entertainment. Great fun. Atmosphere yeah. at some of these games are just wild, mm-hmm. and it's just a good time. Get out there if you can. Softball, I'm still trying to figure out that. Um, <laughs> still trying to figure out what's going on in the softball yeah. world. You know, baseball, yeah. I'm starting to get an idea. Track and field, we already got an idea there. We, yeah, we do. And mm-hmm. one thing about track is like once it's settled after like pretty much the barring injury, yeah, all teams healthy, being you know, being said everybody's healthy, is that after probably the third duel, you, you know what you got. You know what you got. Yeah, there's there's not a lot of movement. No, no, no one's gonna come out of nowhere and just kind of blow your mind. No, no, it's pretty much settled in there. It so, is. but yeah. Yep. All right. Um, final thoughts here. Obviously, um, one thing we gotta look. Keep an eye. Keep an eye on the blog at Saginaw Forty Six Fifty at blogspot.com. Um, having Ian Locke back. Hey. Very good experience back. <laughs> you know what I mean? So good, good to be back, Sammy. Yep. All right, we're gonna sign off here. Um, take care, everybody, and we will all see you all next week. Everybody, take care, and see you next week. See you, Sam. Oh, and is produced by Sammy Taramina. The views on the show are his, his and mine alone. See, it's been a couple months. I haven't said it in a while. Yes, it has been. <laughs> if you'd like to make your own podcast, give Owen TV a call at 248-393-1060. Classes are now enrolling. Owen TV is open for business. See you next week. See ya. See ya.